everybody. Welcome back to Lipstick and Lightsabers. I am Shannon. And I'm Alex. And today we will be talking about the Star Wars Lego Halloween special, um, Terrifying Tales. And I will also go ahead and say we're going to be a little bit off with recordings and releasing. Um, there's going to be a little bit more time in between. So if we're not quite cut up on the news, um, that would be why. But before we get into all of that, we're going to talk about some recommendations. And Alex, why don't you tell us about uh, sex education? Um, so our friends, Gina and Andy, wrecked sex education to us. And it had been like on my TikTok. Like I was getting a lot of TikToks for it. And I was just like, I don't watch this. I don't know why it's here. Like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to watch it. And I binged it like so quickly. So fast. I watched season three all in a day. It's really good. Shannon just started. But it just, like, it just gets better and better. I I think the first episode, I like, I, I will say, like, warning for explicit content, like, especially in the first episode. There is a lot of nudity in the first episode, but it definitely calms down. I think it's more of a, like, let's have a shock factor kind of thing in the pilot. Um, so even if you watch the first episode and you're kind of like, the, maybe this isn't for me, I think stick with it a little bit longer. Yeah, because I, I, it was so funny when they started bringing it up because I don't even know, like in 2018, one of my coworkers recommended it to me. And I remembered I watched like a little bit of it and I just, it was too much. And when I went back, I just started it again today. I had only watched like the first five minutes. And the oh first, the first five <laughs> minutes is like a lot. Yeah, <laughs> totally. But like once you get past that, like, it's fine. And <laughs> I I totally see why everybody likes it. It's really with it. It's really progressive. I really like the conversations that's being had around totally. everything. Totally. I think I like I think that this show is like sex, sex education in itself for like teens now. Yeah, 100%. Like it's it's shedding so much light on topics that like definitely don't get covered in school definitely aren't getting covered with parents like especially like if you're in like america or anything like that like these conversations are not being had the women in the show are just great like mave um i love amy like amy will grow on you so much (laughs) oh i'm already like she is not what i i made so many judgments about her in that first five minutes and i'm already like oh no you're cool like, actually mm-hmm. cool. What's the actress's name who plays Olivia, who's going to be in Bridgerton? Oh, it's Sim- Simone Ashley. Yeah. No, she's she's already pretty cool. I'm excited to see mm-hmm. more from her. She, Yeah. I, and that's the other reason why I put this on is because Bridgerton got a lot of buzz last week because Netflix had their whole, like, to do whatever thing. And um, we got our first scene with Simone Ashley as Kate Sharma. And um, that kind of inspired me too. I'm like, I want to check this out, like see what this actress is all about. And I think she's a great actress from the show. And I'm really excited for Bridgerton. Yeah, that clip that they showed looks really exciting. <laughs> the, um, the tropes, the tropes. <laughs> I have to say. I mean, what is Bridgerton if not the god of the tropes? Like- yeah. Well, I mean, like, 
Kate like full on just like insults Antony for this entire clip and he's just like flabbergasted like so turned on by this he's literally like I'm ready to make this woman my wife (laughs) (laughs) so the other thing that we're going to recommend is Squid Game which I have not started yet but Alex is three episodes in no I'm on episode six oh she's on episode six (laughs) when I went to sleep you were only like three episodes in oh yeah I I was I was up (laughs) um I will say like heavy trigger warning for this show it is violent like very violent so that's not your thing do not watch it um but if you are okay with violence and gore, a lot of blood, this is a really, really intriguing show. The story is really interesting. Basically, all these people get put into this like game where they are set to win money if they make it through all six games. And, all, and the, the commonality between all these people is that they all owe people money they're all like substantially in debt so like that's why they 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 take part in this game even though it's like super dangerous yeah there's been so many people talking about this show because i remember you even asked me about it and i had just seen it like on netflix recommended to me when i was watching midnight mass so i was like no i have i have no knowledge of this show all i know that there aren't actually squids in it but i do like me some torture horror so (laughs) yeah it's like very violent yeah oh and that reminds me i do want to give an honorable honorable mention for midnight mass oh yeah it's very good i still think bly manor is my favorite we're in the minority, though. Like, people like people in general like um, Hill House better than Bly Manor. Yeah. Well, like, having just rewatched both, I really like Bly Manor because of, like, the the emotion. Oh, and, like, the yeah. love story. Character development, emotion-wise, yeah. Bly Manor doesn't get enough credit. Like, it definitely doesn't. The just, like, the, hum- the, like, humanness of Bly Manor. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, like... It's kind of hard to compare Midnight Mass to Hill House and Bly Manor because it's completely different. It's not a ghost story. Um, it still kind of feels like that gothic type of vibe because they're on this island, like, completely isolated. So it kind of feels like that manor house type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not about ghosts. It's about something completely different. And I really love what the show was saying about religion and belief and I think it was really well researched I liked a lot of people hate all of the monologuing but I think a lot of the speeches that the actors give were really good and it's just it's just wild (laughs) it just it's a slow burn but man like each episode it just gets crazier (laughs) and by the end of it you're just like what is happening and so like I would I would recommend it. Like if you liked Hill House and Bly Matter, like yeah. you should definitely watch it. And I heard that there's a hot priest. There is a hot priest. So if you're a flea bag fan, yeah. Recommend. Um, I do think Alex, you will like the story of this hot priest. Um <laughs> I especially liked him in the last episode. Like that's when I was like, he has achieved full hot priest status. Was that last episode? <laughs> he achieved it. <laughs> he achieved. It. He didn't start out. He was. I, I texted her and I'm like semi hot priest, but then like 
the end of the episode, I was like, oh my. Yeah. Okay. Where, like, in Fleabag, Hot Priest was Hot Priest from the moment you laid eyes on him in the yes. first episode. Yes. 100%. 100%. <laughs> Scary wise, like, it's tense. And the last two episodes are very bloody. Not gory like Squid Game, but just like a lot of blood. It's hard for me to judge if things are like scary or not because not a lot phases me anymore. <laughs> yeah, and different things are scary to different people. Yeah. Like, for me, if it's supernatural, it doesn't phase me. But if it's like a serial killer, like that freaks me out. Yeah. Like my benchmark would be I think you could watch this by yourself, but it would be more fun with somebody. Whereas, like, our friend Andy, like, hard no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. That's the benchmark Andy, here. no. Yeah, Andy, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> All right, so moving into some news, we joked last episode that we were going to get Book of Boba Fett news right after yeah. we posted, and we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, they released a poster, and the... Um, the premiere date is December 29th, and I said Christmas Day. I, mm-hmm. I'm close. You're very close. I think that they should have done an episode on Christmas Day and then another one on the 29th. Yeah, that would have made sense. Yeah. Because they've done that kind of thing before. Yeah, totally. Because mm-hmm. I think, like, last year, Bridgerton came out on Christmas Day, and, like, I feel like people were watching Bridgerton as a family on Christmas Day. Like, that was, like, a thing that was happening. Yeah. I wonder if that means that they're going to have something else come out on Christmas Day and they just don't want to stack them, maybe? Well, last year on Christmas Day... It was Soul. Soul came out. No, but wasn't there the Mando special or the Mando finale? Oh, maybe. It was... I think it was maybe the special. Yeah. I think you might be right. Because it, it, it kind of, it backed up real close to the holidays. I just remember, like, on Christmas Day, it was, yeah. like, Soul, Wonder Woman, Bridgerton. Yeah, I had a lineup, but I think it, I, I mean, I didn't watch, I still haven't seen Wonder Woman, too. Uh, I, I still I don't haven't. I it. I don't but, recommend um, it. <laughs> I remember my lineup was, like, Soul, the Mando special, and Bridgerton, and that was, like, my Christmas day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, like, laid around, and I'm just like, oh, we're gonna watch Soul, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman is so boring so boring pedro pascal tries so hard to save that movie and he just can't do it i'm so sorry speaking of pedro pascal they released a photo from the last of us yes with him and the actress playing ellie i can't remember her name um Um, oh my god lady lady mormont you know and and like yes oh man Oh, I'm so I'm so excited for him to be. Yeah, this in Last photo looks awesome. That it's about it's it's about dads. At its heart, <laughs> Last of Us is about a dad, a reluctant well, that's father. What Pedro always does. Yeah, yeah, and we love him for that. It's just oh yeah, it looks so good. But yeah, this book of Boba Fett poster, you know, man spreading on the throne. Yeah, at first I thought it was fan art. When I first saw the image, I was, like, kind of not expecting mm-hmm. any Boba Fett stuff. And, it, like, just the way it was painted or, like, photographed, it looks like fan art. But, like, n- like really good. It looks really, really good. Um, 
And I'm surprised we didn't get like a little clip. Like it was just a poster. I thought maybe even even like a 15 second clip mm-hmm. to announce the the release. I think it's kind of odd that it was just a poster. Yeah. I I feel like we I want to say like we know so much about the show, but we also like really don't. Like we know that they're on Tatooine, we know it's going to be the underworld, but I don't know, just like with season one of Mando, it was very much like things are not what you think they're going to be. And that's kind of what I'm I'm thinking about with Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, I think like a Trojan horse kind of thing is what you're saying. Which I am fine with. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and you know what? I'm ready to be positively surprised by this show. Yes. I, and I have like no, I think I'm going in pretty unbiased. Mm-hmm. Like I've like left my like judgment of Boba Fett at the door because I think over time he's just changed for me especially through Mando season two Mm -hmm. and I'm ready to get that like character development for Boba Fett that we've never really gotten before I'm ready for that yeah I I want him to be like a fully fleshed out character I think he's really been through some stuff that has made him into oh yeah a different character and I that's what I'm excited to see So the other bit of news that we got is some High Republic news. Um, We got a little sneak peek at Trail of Shadows number one um, by Daniel Jose Older, which will be coming out October 31st. And I completely forgot this was coming out. Like, I remember now that he said he was doing, like, noir Star Wars but I completely had forgotten about this. The cover is so cool. The cover characters are Emirate Tafter, and then um, a private eye named Cyan Holt. So, underworld, like, noir, this is interesting. Yeah. I just, like, and this might be maybe a little bit of spoiler just because of, um, if you haven't seen the panel, but it does pick up, like, right at the end of Rising Storm, which I wasn't expecting. And we see, we just, we see what happened at the end of that book. And it's so terrifying and it is so devastating. And I just can't believe this is where we're going. I love how it's drawn. I love like getting that visual representation of end of the book. Like that's insane. Yeah, just, and of course you get to see Mr. Stellan Geos. In all his glory, his fingerless Sad gloves. Boy. Yes. Oh, wow. Love yeah, it. The fingerless gloves. Yeah. So that will be coming out um, along with this episode. So I'm definitely excited to be checking that out. I think we're going to get some like Halloween vibes. That's really fun. Is fingerless gloves the new Jedi uniform? Because this new character. A lot of them have them. Emmerich also has them. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it makes sense, right? Like, it makes sense. I just love the look. I love it. I I, love love the look. It's immaculate. (laughs) The best costume choice you can ever make for a character is go... Fingerless um, gloves. Yeah, just chop the fingies off. You don't need them, because we want to see them. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, so, so kind of piggybacking off of that with um, some Halloween vibes, I think it is time to get into our discussion of the Lego Star Wars um, special. And of course, careful for spoilers, we're going to be talking about this entire special. Um, but to start things off, what were your reactions? Like, how did you, what did you think about this? It was really funny. I thought it was a lot better than the holiday special. Like the new, I mean, I, I'm talking about the Lego holiday special and not the 70s one. I, I agree with that. I wasn't super into that Life Day um, Lego special. There's too much synergy. Like they tried to get like too many characters into it. There was a lot going on and this yeah. felt a lot more relaxed. It, it was grounded with Poe. Yes. Which, and honestly, Poe and BB-8 are such perfect Lego characters. Like, yeah. they fit the vibe so well. Mm-hmm. I, I love how, like, Oscar Isaac is just down to voice all the time. Oh, yeah, it was someone else. They did po- they did the Poe voice so well. Jake Green, you did a very good job with the Poe voice. Mm-hmm. Now, we I will mention that Ben Solo's voice... <laughs> Was the opposite. Okay, I okay. Think- like, <laughs> everybody, the second the special came out, was talking about Lego Ben Solo, okay? I felt very prepared going into this. But nobody mentioned that his voice is so deep. <laughs> it is, like, bizarrely deep. Like, it wasn't necessarily, like, it wasn't a bad, like, try at Ben Solo. It was just off-putting because this is like younger Ben Solo and he should have been like (laughs) okay wait Matthew Wood voiced Ben Solo wow really yeah oh my gosh what a what a world so yeah so Matthew Wood voiced this Ben Solo which I'm pretty sure he's done it before Mm -hmm. I think maybe he did he voice I'm trying to think. I think he did it in Battlefront. Did he do it in Battlefront 2? He voices Ben. He does a lot of Star Wars voices on top of working, like, as, like, a sound editor um, in, like, everything, basically. He always does General Grievous. He did General Grievous in Terrifying Tales, Battle Droids, Ben Solo. Because I know he's... Yeah, okay, so he did Kylo Ren in the Lego Holiday Special last year. He was Bib Fortuna in the in Mandalorian. Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, no, like he can he can change his voice a lot. He can do a lot yeah. of different interesting voices. I just was surprised by how deep what would be like twenty three year old Ben Solo's voice. I I feel like it added such a. F- funny layer because it was so obviously somebody pretending to be Adam Driver and that just made it even funnier like yeah (laughs) it's just so deep (laughs) I just like because they were portraying Ben as very like baby boy and for him to have to have this deep voice was just like so funny yeah I I don't know why, like, whenever Lego does, like, Luke, he's all, like, especially farm boy Luke, he's so baby, whiny teenager, and that's what I was yeah. expecting, and then he just pops out with the Steve boy. <laughs> oh, man, that was so great. Um, <laughs> starting off with this, like, okay, the little intro with 
Vane, the little apprentice to Darth Vader. I immediately mm-hmm. saw this and I saw it pop up in the subtitles and I'm like, is this a handmaiden reference? <laughs> it has to be, right? Like, it has to be. Like, <laughs> he has a handmaiden name. I think, yeah, totally. I think that this this entire special was, like, funny references. Like, even the fact that this was about, like, making Vader's castle into a hotel. Like, that was, like, poking fun at, like, the Star Wars hotel. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Well, and I love, like, it was so haunted house, too. And I'm like, man, if they did a Vader castle haunted house, like, as a joke, though, like, that would be so funny. Like, with all of the stormtrooper suits that they had, they even had, like, the skello trooper, like, oh, absolutely hilarious. And then, of course, I love how they do Lego Darth Vader, because he's so sad. And he draws him a bath, because it's tubby time. He's, yeah, and he's sassy and sad. I really love this Vader. Oh, my gosh. So you put something interesting in the notes that I didn't even think of. So apparently Poe went from Exegol to this Vader hotel. That's my, like, what I took from it is that he, he was at the Battle of Exegol. And he, like, blew up those last ships. And then he ended up on Mustafar. So, like, he didn't go to the Resistance Celebration yet? <laughs> or did he? I, I thought this was, like, after. Okay. <laughs> but it's I so just... much funnier if it's before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so much funny. And I also think it's so funny that he's, like... <laughs> You know, like, Vane comes out and he's like, let me tell you my terrifying tales. And he pulls out, like, the helmet of Ren from the Kylo Ren comics. And that's finally where it gets Poe to be like, tell me everything. I want to know. And I'm like, why do you want to know? He's dead now. Poe, why do you care? I mean, Poe's like, he's like, I'm a free man now. Like, the, the war is over. I can do whatever I want. I can go to a museum and learn about Sith. But he's so, like, I need this information about the creation of Ben Solo. And I'm like, what? Or the creation of yeah. Kylo Ren. It's like, what? I mean, it's it's pretty funny, like, considering, like, oh, no, he's not going to go back and help rebuild the Republic. No, he's like, just he's hanging. Gonna hang in. Well, he's going to become, as as our our Hutt's um, leader here says, a spokesman. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that joke. Yeah. I like the pun, the spokesman. I just, I, he said that, and I literally just like died. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So our first terrifying tale that is told by Vane is this the creation of Kylo Ren, basically, and it's it's called the Lost Boy. So sad. He's like a little Peter Pan boy. He's literally, Lego is like really nailing home. He's like, ooh, baby, Ben Solo, lost boy, just wants to fit in. Like in this AU where like all the Knights of Ren are like the lost boys from Peter Pan. Okay, the... the Knights of Ren are literally like a sexy biker gang. That, like, comes into town to, like, cause mischief and okay. trouble. I want to say about this town. 
Like, I had never pictured Luke's Jedi Temple being near a town. Yeah. Like, has that ever, like, gone through your mind? No, I thought it was, like, I, you know, like, deserted. on too. Like, just alone. Yeah, 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 I thought that they were very deserted, and they probably, like, hunted their own food and scavenged for themselves. <laughs> Okay, so this, like, whole idea that there is a town that's nearby has changed my perception. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, like, I'm thinking now, like, this is, like, Hogsmeade to the Jedi School. And they have to sign their little waivers to go to the town when they're of age. Okay, but, like, suddenly the spin the bottle game makes so much more sense, right? Yeah, and, like, they go to, a, like, a little tavern and place in the bottle. I don't know. Yeah, Anyways, no. but it does fuel some good things for Fick. Like, all the AUs where Ray and Ben grew up together at Jedi School. Like, the idea of them, like, going to the little town to, like, spend time, like, apart, like away from the school. I love that. Yeah, no, that's, like, one of the best things that ever happened for Harry Potter fic was like, yeah, there's just this little town that you can go, like, be a regular person at. <laughs> you know? Well, and I love, because he, like, walks into this town, and he's so frustrated, because he's so good at the Force, and he's just like, what do you mean there's no shortcuts to the Force? How long do you spend on Dagobah? Like, 20 minutes? Ah, oh, ended that man's whole career. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it's so funny, because... At this short is kind of like it's kind of like the Kylo comics. It's not, mm-hmm. but like it is. It's like a what if of the Kylo comics, which is a little different. Well, it's like it's not what happens, but at the same time, I'm like it's so canon. Like basically, they got it all right. Like basically, yeah. they weren't wrong. Like the dancing on the beach. <laughs> Like, they even got, you know, Ren telling Kylo that his clothes are trash, <laughs> giving him a new outfit. And then, then they all started calling him Kylo because he's little or something. Yeah, he's like a coward crybaby, like, such a Kylo. I was like, wait, what is this supposed to mean? I, it lost me a little bit. I'm like, it's like, okay. I think it it was a joke because now in the fandom, like, I, you True. know, he, like, especially people who don't like Kylo Ren, they're like, oh, he's a Krylo or like, whatever. True. But then, of course, this Ben Solo has to be like, keep calling me Kylo. I'm starting to like it. <laughs> that reminds me of the uh, Force Awakens Lego game when <laughs> Ray, is, Ray is really, like, giving it to him and he's enjoying that keep striking at me (laughs) yeah Yeah. Uh, i mean man like the han solo sass is like always so consistent like i'm here for that um basically like the the moral of that story was you know have the courage to take whatever you want or whatever Mm -hmm. um the next one is called the dueling monstrosities this is the mall one it's Maul and General Grievous, which yeah. I actually, like, when it said that, I didn't think straight to Maul and Grievous, but I'm like, oh, of course, like, they've been so corrupted. man-machine yeah. kind of things. My favorite thing with Maul in this is that I don't remember who asks him, but they <laughs> ask if he takes his legs off to go to sleep. 
Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I mean like does he? <laughs> it's such a good question. They literally made bo- a mall a blender with different attachments. Well, like just like that whole section of the the show when they're trying different bottoms on mall. I'm just like he's just like a blender and they're putting on different attachments. That's literally one of the Well, I'm like he loses his legs later and then he's he's just fine. Like it's very clear that you could just take his top off and like put him yeah, on. Yeah, I like when they put him on like a BB unit's bottom. That was really cute. And he could just roll around. I I thought it was so funny. So like they the majority of this episode he has the spider legs, which are yeah. like the most hilarious. But they also gave him like a spider butt. Yeah. He had like a big giant spider butt. Like if you were if so like the whole sleeping question, like if you were in spider leg mall gear, like the only way you could sleep is sleep standing up. Like you couldn't lay down. I for some reason, I envision him sleeping like a bat. Like, they hang him out. Oh. I didn't give that any thought, but I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, they hang him could... by his legs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. He just needs a little cape that he could wrap himself in like a bat with its wings. Yeah, like, give him a little blankie. Let him snuggle up. Just hang upside down. He totally sleeps like that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't take them off. He sleeps upside down. He sleeps upside down. Like, yeah, he can hang from, like, anything with those legs. Like, I just think it's perfect. I think that's so perfect. But, like, the whole premise of this is that they're getting this lightsaber for Darth Sidious, for the Emperor. Um, I love how Lego does Palpatine. He's so... He's such, like, a like a mean girl type of villain. <laughs> It's so true. They make him so mean, girl. He's like, so mean. He's not like, but Palpatine's like not that far off from a mean no. girl. So they just kind of like emphasize it. Yeah, no, he's so just like, <laughs> they have this scene where he's like hanging out in his throne room and he's just like juggling one of his guards with the force, like whatever, mom. And then Maul comes. He's like, cool. Let's talk about this now. I was, I feel like Grievous was fine. He's, like, Grievous in the show. Like... Yeah. It wasn't really a whole lot to him. I... I thought about this a lot, especially when it was over. I feel like instead of Grievous, you could have done Ventress. Yeah, but it was the duel of the two monstrosities or whatever. Yeah, but I feel like it wasn't necessarily about them being robots. It was, like, what the dark side had done to them. Because then this, they get the saber, yeah. and then it, like, drives them mad more. Yeah, you're right. And, like, this this episode was lacking of women. Uh, the whole special was lacking of women. <laughs> so you're right. Yeah, I agree with you. It should have been. Yeah, the only... So Leia is in the next one. Well, the, the Night Sisters are in the beginning of this one. Yeah, but would you say that they're characters? No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> like, Mother Talzin is in it, but, like... Leia's also barely in... She's the... Which one? She, she's... The Ben Solo one. No. Where she's like, oh, yeah, I oh, made your favorite. Right. She Rose is in Because she, she's in that, and then she's in the X-Wing in the final story. Yeah, and there's yeah. some other lady pilot who's unnamed. Like Leia's the only one who's like named and like recognizable. I mean, there's, a, 
there was a woman Padawan in the first one too, but like you said, not a character. Well, in the background. <laughs> Ventress, like Ventress, would have been a good addition to make it feel a little less. Yeah. Man. Well, because I was trying to think about it, and I'm like, they're doing all of the villains. Like, does Star Wars have a female villain? And, like, obviously, like, there's Trilla and all of that, but I'm, like, from the shows. And, like, Ventress. Like, Ventress is in the yeah. first episode of Clone Wars. But let her rest. She is, yeah. She's been through a lot. Well, and there's the seventh sister, too, in Rebels. I feel like they could have went into Rebels and done the seventh sister. That's true. There wasn't really any kind of Rebels stuff. It was all, like prequels and then obviously like new hope type stuff and then sequels but not really any any shows which okay like dean is our new character and he's just a little boy who fixes ships and apparently is force sensitive the whole time i'm watching this and i'm like could have been cast (laughs) Oh, baby Kaz. Like, imagine, like, Kaz is, like, the perfect character to put in Lego. All of the Resistance yeah. characters. Like, that would have been Kaz. amazing. Baby boy. I miss him. Christopher Sean. But our, our last um, terrifying tale for the episode was called The Monkey's Paw. Or not The Monkey's Paw. It was based off of The Monkey's Paw. The Wookiee's Paw. Which is a paw that grants any wish, and this was, like, the closest what-if type of Star Wars scenario yeah. that we get. Well, it's kind of like the um, the twins episode of Visions, where it was, like, evil Luke. hmm Sort of. But I almost wish, like, like, now that we're, like, criticizing the fact that there were, like, no important roles for women in this... I kind of wish that they did this story, but it was Leia. Yeah. That would have been really interesting. I, I get why they picked Luke, because it it was, you know, like, he wanted to join the Navy and just fly ships, and, like, it makes yeah. sense. And it did make me think, like, I would love, like, a real story where it is, like, a what-if Luke did join the Imperial Navy. Like a serious one, not like a yeah. comedic one. Like it was still yeah. like in character. It's just like instead of the Empire coming and him helping yeah. Obi-Wan. He made he made one different choice and it would have like changed everything. Yeah, I think it would have been really interesting to see. It's almost like a Lost Stars type of scenario. Like him in, like on the Death Star. Like that would have been really mm-hmm. interesting. Um but, like, for this, it's <laughs> Luke just wants more and more and more and keeps making more wishes. And, listen, him and Daddy Darth Vader doing the training. Him, They're really cute. They do the Yoda backpack, but it's Darth Vader. And also, they do the, um, the <gasps> swing. Oh, my God. And, and Vader kisses Luke on the cheek like Leia does. Uh, I love that so much. That was so funny. Just, like, that's what I want. Like, Vader is just a sad boy who just wants to play catch with his son. Like. So cute. So cute. So adorable. And I just, like, I do, like, in this, you do get to see Leia, like, with the Rebellion, and she's, like, in the TIE Fighter. But then you also get Obi-Wan in a TIE Fighter looking mighty fine. You mean not TIE Fighters, you mean X-Wings. In the X-Wing, yes. I'm a real Star Wars okay. fan. Pilot Kenobi was so hot. <laughs> I'm like saying this about a Lego character. No, he was hot. 
And, um, like, we don't really talk about his voice actor anymore. <laughs> I won't talk about him. Yeah. Because, yeah. He's, Unfortunate. But hot. Yeah. 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 But also, like, I, I picture, because it was the voice of the um, Obi-Wan from Clone Wars, I'm picturing younger. Like, I'm not picturing Alec Guinness. Well, see, like, that's like, what, that's what I was going to say. It, no. It's kind of giving me mature Ewan McGregor. Like, yeah. is he going to be a little gray? Like, imagine him yeah, like yeah, a little yeah, gray. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Not Al Gimmins. No, no, no. But, like, but, like Silver Fox Ewan, Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is in the, in the X-Wing uniform. Exactly. That's, I'm totally 100% here for that, um, Disney. I feel like you need to you need to pick up on this. Lego's getting this, but <laughs> Yo, we're about to get like hot, oh, like Obi Wan in the desert. Like, do you like? Are you like wrapping your mind around the fact that Ewan is going to be playing Obi Wan again? No, I still am not fully like aware that this is still happening, and that and Hayden's Hayden, going to be in it. Like, Hayden is in it. I think about this, and I'm like, this isn't real. It's not happening. It's just it's just a fandom thing. And, like, I feel like when I actually watch it, I'm going to be like, whoa, this is really happening. Yeah. I think you are going to have our minds blown. I Like, I need to, like, start preparing now. Yeah. Because, like, with the Cassian show, it's always in the back of my mind. I'm always remembering we're getting this Cassian show. I'm really excited for it. But the Kenobi show, if I think about it too much, then I'm like, this is happening. Oh my god. There's gonna be so much angst. Yeah. It's gonna, like, ruin us. Like, like they're gonna hurt us. They're gonna hurt us with that. That's, I mean, they've already done so much damage to me <laughs> and my psyche. Yeah, like, I mean, like, and I'm asking for a certain kind of hurt, yeah. not a tross level, like, not a tross kind of hurt. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Now, I'm asking for a revenge of the Sith kind of hurt. Yeah, which I think it has to be that, though, right? <laughs> like, it has to be hurt me revenge of the Sith level. Yeah. So, these were the three terrifying tales that um, Van A tells us, and basically, he's, he's heard of this... This legend of this brave hero that was going to come and, you know, like, restore this, like, Sith holocron. And it turns out it's little baby Dean. Yeah, he thought it was going to be Poe? Why? Because <laughs> he's a brave hero. <laughs> but no, of course, it's baby Dean. And he turns into, like, this mecha Darth Sider robot dude and, like... I will say the like the last bit of this, I was kind of tuned out. Yeah, so like he there's there's one point where Dean gets the the hol the Sith holocron open. The mecha It's like Mecha Vader, I don't know. Yeah, like he gets Poe and is like, give me the holocron or I'm gonna drop Poe into the lava at Mal at um Mustafar, sorry. And finally, so Dean is like, fine, I'll give you this. But then he just throws it into the lava. So Vader guy jumps into the lava. And BB-8 swings his little hook like a cowboy and gets Poe before he falls in the lava. So then, obviously, 
this guy's stupid and falls into the lava and, like, dies. But then at the very, very end, you see his little hand. <laughs> so you're like, it's cool because then it's like, oh, this is open for a sequel. Like, next year they could do three more terrifying tales. Which I would be so here for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, this was so fun. Like, I, I think... Mm-hmm. Like, put him on, like, another planet. Somebody else stumbles across him and is like, how have have I ever told you the tale of Darth Plagueis the Wise? They should do Malachor. Like, yeah, that'd be so, so fun. Like, that'd be amazing. I did, like, at the end of this, the battle droids become kind of like zombies. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And they do, um... The shining, the shining joke. So, yeah. <laughs> he's going to read off his whole serial number. Like <laughs> That was really funny. I, re- I, I really liked that scene. And basically the moral of the story was you can't have courage if you're not also scared. So it's okay to be scared because that's what <laughs> makes you brave. Mm-hmm. And so the Vader Hotel is still there. It's still there. I'd like to stay there. I think yeah. that'd be great. It, maybe it's haunted. Get good views of the lava river. Do you think it's haunted, like the hotel in Chicago? I don't know because no one died there. The Trade Federation died there. <laughs> it's haunted by the Trade <laughs> Trade Federation. They just talk about stocks. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, like Anakin's limb. I just saw that. I'm like his legs. <laughs> It's haunted by his limbs. They would have, like, his burnt legs, like, on display. Yeah. I'm thinking more, like, ghosts, like, just a single leg, like, haunting you. And an arm. Just Anakin's leg is just following you down the hall. I guess maybe if his... So depending on what his hand was made out of, that they might be able to have that as a... Like, something to look at in the museum. Or an artifact. Like, do you think it melted? I thought he lost his human hand. I thought both of his arms just burnt. So, like, I would uh, assume Ooh, true. that... True, 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 That his... He's just yeah, a his torso. Robotic, his ro- Yeah, yeah. His robotic hand would have dismantled from his arm in the lava. My question is, is his robotic hand now also melted, or is it made of something that is, like, heat-resistant, and it's just in the lava flow? And does he have the blender attachments? Right, yes. Yeah, no, I I think that this premise was really cool. I would love if they did more Halloween stuff with the Night Sisters. Like, yeah. that would be, like, my thing If you're going to do a here. sequel, if you're going to do this again next year, do... Avengers one. Yeah. Well, like, Star Wars has literal witches. Like... Yeah. <laughs> you could do so many Halloween things, and that would be so fun. I'd be so here for that. Although, my question now is, so, like, is Dean our new broom boy? Is he gonna be the hero of our next <laughs> <laughs> trilogy? Your broom boy. They should have made it broom boy. That would have been hilarious. Like, just <laughs> show him, like, with a broom. And, like, you don't have to say anything else. Like, we would and know. The hat. Like, you know the hat and the broom. You know it's him. We would know. Like, they could have even done, like, you know, just a shot with him, like, holding the broom. And they could just, like, call out for him and be like, what? Sorry. Or, like, a, fa- a father, like, walking in the background of a shot. Oh, man. That... <laughs> 
That'd be amazing. I, I would love that. Like, justice for Broom Boy, whatever happened to him. I hope he's safe out there in the galaxy. <laughs> yeah. So that is Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales. Uh, before we wrap it up, what was your favorite thing out of this special? I think just, like, some of the scenes with Ben. <laughs> that, that, that scene where he's having a nightmare and the kids are just, like, kind of, like, dancing around him and then they turn into the Knights of Ren. Like, I don't know why I thought that was so funny and they were, like, chanting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this poor boy. <laughs> he's such a nerd too i love that (laughs) such a nerd yeah or like when he's like dancing yeah the beach party (laughs) Mm -hmm. my favorite thing is vader's tubby time (laughs) because i every time i think about it it just makes me laugh and the rubber duck was in yeah (laughs) it was at the end (laughs) oh man so funny i love when star wars makes me happy like, we just got Visions, now we got this. Like, Star Wars is so fun right now. It's fun until we get, what are we going to get? We're going to get the High Republic stuff in the new year. And that's going to murder us. That's going to hurt us. But, like, that's gonna a, hurt us. Claudia is going to hurt us in, like, a in a Revenge of the Sith way. I know. I'm just saying we're having a lot of fun right now. <laughs> Yeah. And, and yes, like, we're going to get hurt in the way that we want to get hurt, but we're still going to be hurt. Yeah. It's not going to be, this is fun. Yeah. High Republic isn't going to be tubby time. JJ Abrams, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we're headed towards. We're headed to JJ Abrams fun. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, I would love to hear all of your favorite parts of terrifying tales um which parts made you laugh um what are you hoping for if they do a sequel if you want to keep the conversation going you can find us pretty much always on twitter at lip underscore lightsabers i am at mccarter shannon and alex is at alex leonis and we will see you guys next time bye bye